0: to check me check on me and he was like wow like your your blood pressure is unbelievable I can't even get any better and uh because that was horrible by the way um and uh of course yeah so so when he was like what did you do and I told him I said I I I honestly I did my own research and I went plant-based and I went whole food raw raw, plant-based and it completely started to change everything and he literally looked at me and he was like you you're kidding me and I said no And, and he said well, I actually have a case study that I do on the side practice outside of the hospital. And I have 10 people who are cancer patients, obesity, high blood pressure, di- diabetes. Wow. And he said, and he said, all of them are reversing on a plant based diet.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Eat Real to Heal show. I am your host Nicolette Richet, and this is my podcast where I get to interview the best of the best when it comes to plant-based whole foods as medicine for reversing chronic degenerative diseases. Now I don't take this lightly people. When, we, when I say come to see us because we have a program for you that can reverse type two diabetes, autoimmune disorders, infertility, heart disease. I mean, multiple sclerosis, the list is long, in fact, on one of our upcoming podcasts, we're gonna be interviewing Dr. Terry Walls, who also teaches you how she, as a medical doctor who was diagnosed with MS and had to live with this debilitating disease for so long to the point that she was in a wheelchair, how she was able to fully reverse her chronic disease. And now she is running clinical trials. She has her fifth clinical trial, which will be launching. And she has an incredible book called the Terry Walls Protocol. And she's a legend. This woman has been able to navigate the system that has denied food as medicine for so long. And she's been working with millions of people around the world helping them to reverse their multiple sclerosis and other chronic degenerative diseases the same way that we are with food as medicine. So on today's show, we have Ronnie Penn. And, you know, jumping from Terry Wells to Ronnie Penn, I mean, you might look at his website and you'll see this super ripped bodybuilder and think what does bodybuilding have anything to do with chronic disease but i'm here to tell you that has everything to do with it because ronnie found himself in a state of very poor health that doctors couldn't explain it and it wasn't until he turned to whole foods plant-based as medicine that he was able to reverse his health conditions and he was able to also get back a new health and a new body in this incredible way. He's more shredded than ever than he was before by adopting the what is what is really our Eat Real to Heal lifestyle. Clean, real, unprocessed, whole foods as the fuel that you need to build your muscles to repair your joint issues to repair your ligaments and tendons to repair everything in your body but also to build your body so ronnie is a plant-based chef and bodybuilder he's a former u.s marine which i think is very cool because as you're going to hear in this show you're going to see how he's been able to transform the coast guard to transform the um, u.s military with his cooking as a chef. He's a trained chef and he is taking his knowledge onto boats where he's been able to help these Marines turn their health around as well and get them to actually be able to qualify to stay in the Marines because their health was so bad that they weren't probably going to pass the test. And you're going to hear that story. So he's all about making delicious whole foods, which does include plant based pizzas and it includes amazing organic beautiful tomato sauces. But he you know he uses foods, he makes his food from scratch, and he's here to teach you how he's done this incredible work, how he came to arrive with this knowledge that food heals the body, and he's here to inspire you with his incredible physique that you can be plant-based, you can be whole food, and you can still be a shredded and ripped bodybuilder. Now, before we dive into the show, I want to share with you why this is such perfect timing as well. So a lot of people, a lot of you know me as the educator. I'm out there and I'm teaching, I'm running restaurants. We have our, you know, five green mustache locations. We are opening up 10 more in New York city. We, are, I'm a busy mama and I'm a busy entrepreneur and I've let my body go. So We've decided that it's time to get me out of my office, out of my chair, out from behind my computer. And our team has decided that we are going to send me running and biking from British Columbia, Canada, all the way down to California. But I knew that I couldn't just step away from my computer and hit the road running and biking. I had to actually get fit first. So I've hired Megan Suter, who is an incredible body trainer and a fitness coach. And I'm in the gym three days a week with her where she is getting me strong. And if you can see this video, you might be able to see a muscle somewhere in there. And I'm so strong that I've actually been able to do these fitness classes, which I'm not into going to the gym and doing fitness classes. I'd rather go for a hike in nature, but I've actually starting to love the gym. I'm loving the grind of it. I'm loving the grunt of it. And so to have Ronnie on our show is this bodybuilder. I'm truly inspired. Now I am going to hold back. I will refrain from taking it as far because some of you know me to also be a little bit addictive when it comes to the things that I'm inspired by. I like to take it to the extremes, but you know, I promise I'll hold back before putting on the sparkly bling bling bikini and g-string and the stiletto heels and busting out a few poses on stage. Or will I hold myself back? I don't know, but watch our journey because it's been super exciting getting fit. And I want you to join me on this journey of getting fit as well. If you're like me, addicted to work, addicted to your family, you'll prioritize those two things before you prioritize your own physical health. And so join me on this journey. You can follow us on IGTV. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and our website. And just so you know, our campaign that's going to get me from... Pemberton, British Columbia, all the way down to California. It's called the 22 Million Strong Campaign because we are on a mission to help 22 million people reverse their chronic degenerative diseases by 2030. It's imperative that we do this work, that we educate people on how to do that because it's not just about their chronic diseases. It's actually about getting them to change their relationship to food, which means changing their relationship to how food is grown, which means changing their relationship to soil quality. And that means that When we start demanding organic plant-based whole foods, we start encouraging our farmers to also start growing food without pesticides that are not genetically modified using chemicals and that actually help to regrow and regenerate the microbiome of our soil, which then allows us to regrow and regenerate the microbiome in our guts. That's what our whole campaign is about. It's also about raising awareness about the relationship between diet and mental health our mental health is the product of what we put into our mouths and what eventually ends up in our gut. So we want to change that story because we don't need to have the rage and anxiety and depression and mental health illness that we are seeing at epidemic rates right now. We need to change that conversation and we need to change that outcome as well. So join us on our 22 million strong campaign because we need you to support us. We can't do this alone. We need you going out there and sharing these healing stories with others because that's how we're going to educate and inspire people to make the changes to allow them and the 22 million people beside them to be able to reverse their chronic diseases. So let's jump into this incredible show with Ronnie Penn. Hope you enjoy it. You know what to do. Share our podcast with others so that you can inspire and motivate them to start making lifestyle changes that will free them, liberate them from their chronic illnesses, their poor health, their chronic pain, their fatigue, and instead turn that, turn that around so that they are energized and ready to be amazing contributing members of our society and so they can pour their gifts into this world. Thanks for being with us. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Eat Real to Heal podcast. I am your host, Nicolette Richet, and on today's show, we have Ronnie Penn. So thank you, Ronnie, for being with us here today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's so good to be here to talk to you.
1: Um, I am so excited to talk to you because I just actually heard about you for the first time about a few weeks ago. And when I saw your post on, uh, I think it was like Instagram or Facebook, and it was a story that somebody had posted, I was completely just blown away by your story. And I quickly emailed our team and I was like, Get Ronnie on our show, invite him on because um, you have such an important story to tell. And so for listeners out there, you heard the intro that I did. And so we're just going to dive right into it. Um, So Ronnie, let's go back to you. You are in the military and you are, or were in the Marines and now you're in the Coast Guard. Is that correct?
0: Yes. Okay. Exactly.
1: And you were also, you know, this, you know, avid plant-based whole foods eater, but you weren't always that way.
0: No, no, it was actually the total opposite against it.
1: Okay. So let's go back to that. So here you are, like you were a meat eater, a weight trainer, a probably a protein buff guy, I'm assuming.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, being a Marine, um, coming right out of high school, 18 years old and, you know, being that you know super macho mentality and ego and you know just and I, I wanted to build muscle quick so I was pounding protein and from animal protein specifically and actually a lot of um supplements on um, like whey protein um and uh casein protein but uh you know and I I wanted to get to this you know I felt mentally that as a man I had to be this at this certain strength level physically, I had to look a certain way. And and so that was like my goal. And especially being a Marine, um, getting being deployed with all the guys, that was the that was the thing to do.
1: And was what was the diet like in the Marines? Cause I mean a lot of your food is provided for you, I imagine. Um
0: Yeah, it's like- it's it's horrible. It's 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 basically mostly super, super high processed food that's mm-hmm. stored and then when they they feed it to us they basically heat it up and then serve it and that's that's it and it's a mix of a bunch of bunch of bad stuff
1: Right, which is totally understandable because, you know, here they have to feed all of these men and women, and it's huge amounts of men and women in the military, and obviously they need to have economies of scale, and the food needs to be affordable, I am assuming, and you know, there's budgets that they're working with, and it has to be transported, and um, so at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure they're looking at macronutrients, like how much fat you're getting, and how much salt you're getting, how much protein you're getting.
0: Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, these, these, most of some of these MREs that, you know, we're still eating to the day were made back in the, I don't even know, maybe 60s, 70s. And, you know, they they still haven't processed, like processed them all out yet. And it's, it's, it's bad. It's really, they're all like 4,000 calories each meal, something crazy like that.
1: Right. So it all comes down to how many calories you're getting. Um, And so here you are, you're eating this. And did you ever question the food that you were eating?
0: um i I, at the beginning though because i was just i'm i was just so you know my mind was somewhere else it was so set on um reaching certain goals physically and and doing things My and i wasn't in the right mind as far as like my health and my nutrition on how i can it would make me be better all around it wasn't it wasn't there as a as a young you know um macho um Male, you know, like that's not where my mind was at.
1: Right. And so I know in the military, so in my PhD program, we have this amazing woman who's the left lieutenant or highest commanding, I think, left lieutenant for the Canadian military. And so she's, you know, five foot one, I think at most, blonde hair, blue eyed, loves to paint her nails and get her hair done. Like she's, when she told me she was in the military and I saw photos of her in full combat in Afghanistan and, you know, like, you know, carrying a, a, don't know what the machine is but I'll call it a bazooka that was bigger than her like the two didn't compute in my head and not to say that you know small petite gorgeous beautiful women can't be in the military because of course they can and she's actually leading the military in Canada but you know she um it's It's interesting because when we started talking about diet and when we started talking about nutrition she spent 20 years in the military and she's only 38 years old like she's been in there since she was 18 as well and um it's just interesting with the amount of research that's available to the military how that hadn't or hasn't probably still hasn't transitioned into food science for the people who are out there that need nutrition the most probably
0: right right exactly
1: and so then what was, tell us the story then of how all of a sudden, because it doesn't happen overnight and I know it doesn't happen overnight. So like, t- take us through the story of how all of this started to shift for you. Like, how did you change your mindset around food?
0: Okay. So after, after I got out of the Marines, um, I started to get into, um, uh, personal training and, um, uh, personal Body bodyguard like um, protection actually in in San Francisco, but I actually ended up going back overseas with Blackwater, which is a um, a contracting company um, okay. for the for the US. Um, but uh, while I was there, um, a buddy of mine convinced mm-hmm. me to get ready to do a a men's physique show. Um, a men's and, I'd
1: say that one more time.
0: Uh, men's physique. It's uh, like oh. NPC, like bodybuilding.
1: Is that one of those Um, like when you get up on stage in a cute little bikini and
0: you would just be uh, wearing the bottoms? (laughs) Yeah, except except I wasn't wearing the bikini. I was wearing like the board shorts. Um, um, So it's like a board shorts division. Um, But uh, so yeah, so I started to train for that. And it was crazy because before that, my mind was just on like eating as much meat and and dairy and everything as as much as I possibly can to be as big as I possibly can, to be as strong as I can. So I had to completely try to change my diet around. Um, and I started just actually... That was the first time I think I thought to myself, like, I don't think I should be consuming this much meat and dairy in my diet to be lean and that shredded and whatnot for a, a show. So I started to cut that out. And over you know five or six months, I went from like 252 to 195-ish. And, and is
1: that good or bad for this physique show?
0: Uh, that was good. That was really good for this physique show. Um, okay. But, I, but, however, I was still, I was still on meat. But I, w- I was just learning that I needed to al- start eliminating meat out of my diet. Um, and okay. Then so let me that- jump
1: in there. So let me jump in there. Like, where okay. are you learning this? Because I'm sure a lot of people who are going to be listening to this are like, you know, that the information just didn't fall out of the sky and it didn't land in your brain. Um, I'm, you know, was there a documentary that you watched? Did you like read a book? Did somebody else? influence you or was it literally like a, a no, download it,
0: it was it was literally just like yeah I, I i didn't have anything we were in the middle of afghanistan i was living there for two years um and and i just decided i'm just gonna just train the right way i'm gonna try to eat as healthy as i can um like i said even though i was still eating a little bit of meat um and a tiny bit of dairy here and there um i just felt this just like this like this i don't know like this intuition like i i wasn't supposed to eat like meat to be healthier it was just it's just like a weird thing that just came in into my mind so i just took him i just took that and ran with it and that and that really kind of started it, i would say but then once i got home from from um afghanistan and i didn't end up doing that show that i was trying to prepare for um and uh I, I went in, and I, continued to, I continued to eat that way, and I continued to train harder, and um, then I cut all meat out except for, I think, fish, and I finally did the show, and I won first place, and I qualified for nationals, and I won, and I took, and I won the second show, and I won first place, and overall out of all the guys. Um,
1: so what, what are they judging you on in these, you know, board shorts physique shows?
0: Um, they judge you on your, um, like your overall physique, your, 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 um, your size, your, your definition, um, your conditioning, which is huge. Um, and, um, how symmetrical you are. Um, that's, those are the three big things. Um, that's what they want. That's what they look for. They want to see how, how can you, how are you able to take your, all the weight that you put on and. And maintain it must maintain the muscle while getting very conditioned and lean um, so
1: so i've seen the before and after i you know obviously had to go and check you out and right. you know see like what's what's this guy all about and you know when I look at the before and after pictures like they, I mean they are drastic, but you seem far leaner, sharper, more cut, and but actually sometimes even bigger in after you've changed to like eliminating the meat and everything. So like when you, if you were 250 pounds, like were you 250 pounds overweight, but you would look like you were still muscle. Like you were pretty cut then too.
0: Yeah. I was, I would say I was 250 pounds, but I still, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't like overweight obese. I was just very thick. I probably had a high body fat. I was probably like maybe in the, the, um, you know, the up, maybe the twenties, the low twenties percent. Um, Cause I had like one, one ab that would show or something, you know, like it wasn't right. like, like now I have like my whole, Oh, my six pack, my obliques, everything shows. everything. Yeah, um, Muscles but, um, we didn't even
1: know existed are showing up on you like that. It was like, Whoa. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but, but anyway, I, I just, I did now, so I did that show and I wasn't, I wasn't plant-based at that time, but this is what's leading up to why I became plant-based. So, okay. After I did the second show, um, on top of doing the show, on top of eating meat and dairy at the time, um, I was also taking a lot of supplements. I was taking pre-workouts and fat burners and um, water pills and testosterone pills and uh, tons of protein and pre-workout and it, just all kinds of, like tons of, tons of, uh, I spent thousands of dollars on supplements um, doing bodybuilding from from 18 till you know, 20, 23, 24, uh, timeframe. Um, so, uh, after at the second show, right before I was about to do nationals, my body started to have these unbelievable symptoms. Like I would, I would start to get these really crazy, uh, faint spells. And I noticed my heart would start racing and I was, and I literally looked like I was the most fittest, per, fittest man on the, on the planet, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, why is my heart racing so hard? You know, and basically because I took my body all the way down to this dangerous uh, state. I think I was at like two or three percent body fat, and I was training so hard, but I was on all the supplements. And I was still pounding down uh, chicken and uh, turkey and and steak and and, and uh, uh dairy, you know, uh, milk here and there for protein shakes. Um, so after a few times of that happening, and then I had to, I had to go to the emergency room a few times. Um, wow. um, probably about half a dozen times I was going, um, between the span of three months, I completely stopped working out because I was like, I have to fix myself. I feel like, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. I, there's one point where I, I collapsed on the ground and the ambulance had to come to the house, um, and get me because I just couldn't, I couldn't move.
1: Okay. Um, so hold up here. So you are, this is before you change your diet.
0: This is right before I change, right before I changed the plant based Okay. Yep.
1: So, this is huge. So, what did you think was happening? Like, were you thinking you had a chronic condition or other health issues? Like, were you understood? Like, were you relating it to your diet and the working out? Or, like, what, what, and what were the doctors saying? That's what I want
0: to know okay so yeah so i was so confused i was googling everything so and and you know in google's eyes that you you have every single every single disease out there so i was like freaking out you know i'm thinking myself do i have this i want to go get like a uh colonoscopy i did all kinds of things i was i didn't know what i had um so anyway so the doctors run blood tests back to back for weeks and they're literally calling me saying "We, we we have nothing like we don't we have no idea what's what's wrong with you um, your vitals are shown good, you know, but we don't know. So, so anyway, I go to my like primary care doctor and he's, I go to talk to him about, it. he's suggesting that it's a mental disorder and I have, um, depression and, um, uh, anxiety a really bad anxiety from, you know, training so hard and being on stage and whatnot and it kind of, I was like, all right, maybe I believe him, you know, but he wanted me to jump on medication and I have never taken medication in my life. I may have taken like aspirin here and there, like when I was younger, when I had headaches and whatnot, but I've never believed I ever should put, for some reason, I don't know, maybe because my mom's a nurse, but I never believed that I should put medication in my body. Um, so I told him no and I basically went home and I just started eating as much as I can I started eating a lot and thinking maybe my body's just so drained and depleted that I need to re-nourish it because I'm, I'm so lean and so and you know so now nutrition um but at the same time I was doing that I, w- I wasn't getting answers from the, the medical uh doctors so I went and I started doing research on my own and just doing tons and tons of research on the laptop and that's when I came across plant-based mm-hmm. and that's when I found um uh, uh, what the health and cowspiracy and uh, forks over knives and and all those all those documentaries. I'm like, well, I gotta watch these. So I started watching them, and I truly believed that everything that was going on, I felt like it was related to my nutrition. And from what I was getting across from these um, documentaries. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I literally walked into my fridge and I, I literally just took my arm and I, I'm not joking. I shoved everything right into the garb. I went completely 100% right from the start. And um, within probably, I would say after three weeks, um, after going to the store and buying all plant-based products, um, I, I would say after the third week, I was, I, I, I noticed the difference. I had just, my energy started to come back because I was, I was I couldn't sleep. Um, at one point I was, I was waking up because my heart was racing too much in the middle of my sleep, you know, and it would wake me up and then I'd be up for, you know, like insomnia. So anyway, after three weeks of being plant-based, I completely, uh, my, I was, I was having deep sleeps. Energy was there. I was still going to the gym and still, um, I couldn't do more than like, um, three sets of something or two sets of something. And I would start to, I would start to have like this, this like faint feeling like I was going to pass out. Um, so I took more time at the gym and I just stuck to the plant-based meal. And I did that for, you know, another, and this was a hundred percent raw. Like I didn't do like, you know, no um, cooked food at all. Yeah, it was it was I went 100 I went raw because I just felt like I had to save my life and I felt right. like what I watched and what I what research I found was raw was the only way that would truly heal you um yeah, the fastest basically. So I I believe that, you know.
1: So are you um, raw now?
0: No I would say I'm probably like I would say I'm probably like 80 90% raw.
1: Okay. Okay, so I just was curious because I wanted to just like to frame the questions coming forward. So, okay, so take us back. So can we go back to when you start watching these documentaries? Like you're still, um, are you still in the military now or are you now a Coast Guard?
0: No, I was actually, that was, so I went the Marines, Blackwater, and then I got out for um, three years. So during that three-year period that I I was out of any military or government job, I was I was doing personal protection and personal training in San Francisco. Okay. So this was, this was going on during that time frame.
1: Okay. So I was just curious because I'm like, if you're still in the military and they're still feeding you food or, you know, but now you get to choose your own food, which is actually great because you can go out there and buy it yourself. So when you were watching these documentaries, like, were you sharing this information with your gym buddies and friends and what (laughs) were they saying what were they thinking
0: oh oh, no 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 I wasn't because I was I was embarrassed I was I was I was that guy that was like I would never be vegan you know like that's not me like I would never stop eating meat and but then once I realized my health was in jeopardy and my life was at stake I was like okay I'm gonna do this but I'm just gonna kind of keep it on the down low and just you know figure it out and then like when I see what it does for me and how I feel, that's when I just couldn't stop talking about. It. People probably wanted me to shut up, and <laughs> but I, I'm just it just you know makes me so happy and so so like it totally changed my life. And you know after after a couple months of of the diet and seeing all all my symptoms start slowly fading away, and then my workouts got better and better better, where to the point where I was able to I would say after maybe six to eight months being plant-based then I was back to where I can literally go to the gym and I can push myself to the extreme to the point where I would collapse on the ground but I had no like feeling where I was gonna die you know like before I would do like one or two sets and I was gonna die so um, getting back to that point off a plant-based diet was like was unbelievable. And month of being plant-based, and he just wanted to check me, check on me, and he was like, "Wow, like your your blood pressure is unbelievable. I can't even get any better." And because uh, that was horrible, by the way. Um, and uh, of course, yeah. So so when he was like, "What did you do?" and I told him, I said, "I I honestly I did my own research and I went plant-based and I went whole food raw, raw plant-based." And it completely started to change everything. And he literally looked at me and he was like, you, you're kidding me. And I said, no. And, and he said, well, I actually have a case study that I do on the side practice outside of the hospital. And I have 10 people who are cancer patients, obesity, high blood pressure, di- diabetes. Yeah. And, he said, and he said, all of them are reversing on a plant-based diet.
1: Oh, my and gosh.
0: I was like, I need wow. the name
1: <laughs> of your doctor.
0: I know, right? I yeah. don't know his name. I don't know his name, but uh, yeah. I, I said to him, I said, why didn't you tell me that? You know, why, didn't you, why yeah. didn't you suggest that? And he said, you know what he said to me? He said, I couldn't tell you that because um, as a doctor in the, in, the, in the medical field, they're not, I guess they have to sign a paper, basically, is what he told me, that they're not allowed to suggest food to heal the body. They have to say medication because I guess that's where, you know, the money comes in for the hospital." But, but it's sad that he literally no knew, knew the the answer, but he couldn't tell me. Yeah, no. and he's
1: doing a study on this side that is proving it, and he still but. can't even share. And this is a problem that I have with um, so many of my clients, because my clients come to me, and they're like, well, you know, why doesn't my doctor know about this? Like, you know, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm just purely an educator. I share the knowledge and the facts and the information and the research on how to use a plant-based diet to reverse your disease. But if I was and the reason I didn't go to medical school, even though I, you know, did my pre-meds, I wrote my MCAT, I started applying. And then it was other medical doctors that told me if I become a medical doctor and literally get that license and get that plaque on the wall, I will not be able to teach what I teach. They were like, you are better off being an educator and not a medical doctor because I'll lose my license as fast as I'll get it. And to have other doctors tell me that. And then I started to ask around and and I met doctors who were literally who were barred from being a doctor because they would prescribe nutrition first. And then they were told that they were being biased. And and it was really truly that they were not prescribing medication and surgery. And Which is crazy. So here you, and when I tell people this story, I know they think I'm crazy. I know they think that can't be true. That can't be true, Nikki. No, our medical system is not like that, but our medical system is 100% like that. And it's like that for a reason, because that way we don't have people prescribing snake oil and all of those things. But we're talking about nutrition where there's a lot of evidence. There's like scientific evidence, right? That this works.
0: Oh yeah. I have, I have tons of friends right now out in out in California, um where my wife wa- where my wife is at in LA area. Like I don't know if I don't know if you know Dr. Angie Angie Sidegi. Um, no. um uh she's a huge uh, plant-based gastrologist, actually one of the biggest in um Orange County, LA area, even in the country, I would say.
1: What's her um, name? Uh
0: Angie Sadeghi.
1: Okay. We'll look that up and put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um
0: yes yeah, um so i mean and 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 uh there's just a bunch of doctors now that um um you know like Michael Greger, I'm sure you know Michael Greger, yeah,
1: yeah um of course. You know, like,
0: so now there's a lot of doctors that you know they're 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 that's what their practice is, and they're they're doing that practice, and i I love that, you know, and they're they're getting that information out there and that truth out there to people,
1: yeah, it is amazing, like we have dr you know Kim William who is the head of cardiology and he's, I mean, his his list of work that he is doing and the organizations that he has now been invited onto as a plant-based whole food um, vegan uh, cardiologist is amazing. But that has only changed in the last couple of years. Like these yeah. doctors, like Dr. Neil Bernard and Dr. Joel Furman mm-hmm. and Dr., you know... Um, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Campbell, I mean, there's so many of them, Um, but they've been having to do this work almost secretly, you know, as educators, but not as medical doctors, but now they're actually able to do it, which is great. They found a way around it, which means that if they found a way around it, come on doctors who are listening out there, like start doing the work and start teaching your patients this, right?
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah, it needs to happen. Okay, so your doctor's like, hey, Ronnie, I have this secret little plant-based study going on the side. This is awesome. So that's great because you getting support is important. So what happens um, after this? So you turn plant-based,
0: you start. So yeah, so, so, yeah. so after I left his office, I, I was just kind of like, all right, that made me feel amazing to, to hear him say that. And that made me feel like I was even more doing the right thing and on the right track. Um, so from there, um, I just went full swing and I started spreading it and, and that's when I really took it to, I would say, um, social media. And I started, I started, uh, representing being vegan and being plant-based and, um, trying to inspire other people, my friends, my family, you know, over the course of the last, uh, this April coming up, it'll be the, it'll be my fourth year. Um, and uh over the over the span of these four years i mean i've i've uh I, i've influenced i i don't know how dozens especially my family members which i i wanted to influence the most because um it, hereditarily them in the family there's a lot of o- overweight and obese people in my family um, yeah. uh, Jean, and i really wanted to uh, reach out to them and i feel like they did they they all come to me to this day still for advice and whatnot but um the one of the coolest things that i feel um i was able to do as of right now is that when i rejoined the military and i came back into the coast guard um i had to go back through the coast guard boot camp um which had no uh vegan options at all no plant-based options at all they just had a solid bar basically uh, but no actual meal you know Mm -hmm. um so that was really hard because I literally lived off of the salad bar throughout boot camp, and people were like, "How did you do that?" And I was like, yeah. "Well, I was a marine, so you know, I was a marine, and I have three deployments under my belt, so I I figure out like I can I can I can suck suck it up, you know." did mm. um, so you bring I in food.
1: potatoes or like you know like were you able to bring in? No, anything? you can't
0: bring in you can't bring in any food in boot camp. No, you just got kind of. So you
1: lived eat. off the salad bar, and please tell me it was not iceberg lettuce. Like at least you had dark greens in there.
0: There was, I think there was times where there might've been some uh, spinach in there, but most of it was, was iceberg. Yeah. With just the tomatoes and onion, I would just load it up as much as I possibly can. Um, And I didn't want to tell them that because if you tell them those little things, they'll just, they'll just find ways to kind of like, you know, stand, it'll make you stand out and they will you know, I just didn't want to go through that again okay
1: so um, what did you do then because this must have been an interesting like i would have loved to have been a fly on the wall watching you re-enter the military <laughs> and try and live off iceberg lettuce and also but what was happening around you like what were the other people saying like you're eating like a bird or are you on a diet or are you fat like what were they saying they must have been saying something people must have noticed
0: they yeah they were just kind of like you know like these guys cuz cuz I was you got to remember at this point I'm 30 I was 30 31 yeah, yeah 31 um so uh the I'm in I'm in this boot camp with these kids you know they're like 18 20 young early 20s late teens so they're looking at me like this guy is super ripped and he's fit and he's and he's not eating anything like I would I wouldn't go through the line I wouldn't I wouldn't eat anything that would they had on the line because all of it was dairy or meat products um, and I would just go straight to the salad bar. And you know, they would just when when we had time to talk, because you're not really allowed to talk th- that much. So when we had time to talk here and there, they would just, you know say, hey, man, like, like w- what are you doing? Like, how do you do that? Like, and I would basically tell them, listen, like I'm plant-based, and that's just this this is the only way that truly I believe is healthy and the right way to eat, And I'm gonna try to do it as as best as I can while I'm here. I mean, um and and i just don't want to talk to talk tell them about it because i just don't want them to give me a hard time but i recently found out that um through a friend who she's a drill instructor um in the coast guard she told me she actually found me on instagram she reached out and said they do have vegan options in boot camp now which is really great to hear
1: that um, is incredible. Okay, so and is that something that they did as a result of game changers coming out or was that a result of you proving yourself out as this cuz now you're in your 30s with your you're with all these other 18-year-old people going through boot camp. I mean, you must have been outperforming them too, I imagine.
0: Oh yeah, easily. No no question. I I was definitely the the most fit one there. Um I was I was I, I I was the fastest runner out of them all. You know what I mean? I'm 31. These guys are 18. What does that tell you? Like this 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 generation is is eating all this super high processed uh, meals. I mean I mean so are we when we were when I was young, you know? And but I'm just I'm just proving that at 31 on a plant based, I'm outperforming these 18, 19 year old uh uh, uh adults that uh you know in in physical activity. And that's just kind of like wow, like how does that you know, people are thinking like, how does that even happen? Um, But, but what happened with that was um, when I left boot camp and I went to my first um, station, basically you got, you get, you kind of get to choose what you want to do as far as your job in in the coast guard. And um, at the time I wanted to fall into something that went went along with my Marine Corps background with, um, you know, being like law enforcement kind of stuff. But they didn't have a school that was open for a while. It was like a two-year wait to get into that school. So I told them I didn't want to wait that long. So they said, "Well, we have a culinary program that you can get in right away, and yeah. you get a culinary, you get a culinary certificate out of it." And so I was like, "You know what? I already do. I already do bodybuilding shows. I cook all my own meals at home anyway, so I'll, I, I know the fundamentals. So I can. I, that'll be easy for me." So. That's why I chose to be a culinary chef in the Coast Guard. And when I and that when I went there, they sent me to the culinary school. And in that school, every the, the, the cool thing was every meal that we had to make and prepare and um, that they were taught us, they let I let them know right from the start that I was I was vegan and plant-based. And so they let me make every meal a plant-based option. Wow. And and they don't, and they didn't have they still don't have um, a, 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 um like a plant-based or vegan um curriculum in that in that yeah. in that program but they did they did have um they did they did, they kind of skimmed over uh being uh plant-based and vegan um very lightly but because I was there and I was in the class I basically took everything that they, that they were teaching everyone, but I made mine a vegan version. So people in the class would come over and look at mine. so they, so I said, cause you're going to remember you when you get out there and you're, and you're a chef for a boat or, a, or, or another unit, you're going to have people there that are vegetarians and vegans and all kinds of um, dietaries. So mm-hmm. you're going you to want to know how to do this. So it was, it was good on that half. And then at the end of the school, ended up actually graduating as the honors honor graduate (laughs) and the head the head um the head of the culinary program believe this or not i know this sounds like unbelievable like it's a made-up story but he was a vegan he was a vegan um master chief and um yeah i I couldn't believe it and so he when he came to the when he came to the graduation he was like hey thank you for being the honor student or it's our congratulations on being the honor student and i said yeah i said i heard you're vegan and so am i and he's like i heard so we it was it was just it was unbelievable how that kind of fell fell together and we discussed about um, in the future bringing a a plant-based curriculum more deeper into the um the program so i hope that they really go through with that
1: That is amazing. If not, you can take it there and you can design that for them, right? Like how great would that be?
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: So this is a part that I just think is incredible and, you know, very serendipitous. It's like, okay, the program that you wanted wasn't available for a couple of years. And then it's almost like the heavens part. And they say, but you can go to culinary school. And so here you are, you get certified um, as a chef, right? Mm -hmm. Through this program. Okay. And so what are you doing with that now?
0: Okay. So from there, I got, I got uh, attached to another unit in here in Florida, um, which I'm currently stationed. And I, I, so I came to that boat. And that, so the first thing I do when I come to the boat or I go to any boat or any unit as a, as a chef in the Coast Guard, I let them know. I said, hey, just so you know, I'm plant-based. Um, so if, if you guys want me to cook any specific meals for you, you know, let me know. Um, so when I got to my boat, um, so there's basically four chefs on board of my boat and when I got there I let them know that I was plant-based and they said that's fine you know you can you can cook your meals and, and however you want to do it and whatnot so so basically we they cooked a regular menu um of whatever is on the menu that day whether it's shrimp or whatever like because they still have you have to feed you can't force people to be plant-based yeah, so exactly you know they still cooked a regular meal but when I was there Guys on the boat started coming up to me and saying, "Hey, how, um, you know, what are you doing? You're you're like the most fit person on the boat, and the and the cooks are never the chefs are never the most fit people on the boat. They're always like the the heaviest and overweight and the most overweight
1: and, and we, mental health issues like
0: anger right. and yes.
1: everything.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. So I was like, well, listen, like I'm plant based. I do bodybuilding. You know, blah blah blah. And they said, wow, like this is amazing. They said, is there any way we can we we can do that? And I said, you want to eat, you want, you want to eat a plant-based meal? I'll, I'll make it for you, you know, but you gotta, you gotta commit. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw, I'm not gonna waste all this food if you're not gonna commit to it. So I got the go ahead for my command and they said, yeah, you know what? If people want to jump on board and they want to um, get on the program, then let's start it. So I basically ended up making a plant-based meal um, program and I had signups and I think the first. The first tour we did, I think like maybe 15 people signed up and, um, and then they had, they were getting all these amazing results, like unreal. And, and then the rest of the boat was like, wow, you know, I can't believe it. So on the second deployment, we went on half of the boat, there's 50, there's 55 to 60 people. And I would say about 25 to 27 people signed up for the plant-based option. So I was feeding 50% of the boat all plant based the entire the entire sixty days, and um, fifteen of those people were actually right on the the annual borderline of being overweight, and they were going to have to go through this process of going on a on a diet and, and doing extra PT to lose this weight so they can make weight for the end of the year. But in that one uh, deployment, they all lost an average of twenty five pounds and. And they 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 never had to go to their they never had to go to the program at all. And uh, they ended up giving me uh, a, an award for that, um, which is pretty cool. And they were like, You're the first. There I had guys on that boat that were in the in the Coast Guard for I don't know, maybe 18, 20 years, and they were like, We've never seen a plant-based um chef on a boat in our whole career. Like, you have to be the first one. So it was pretty cool to have that title and, and to feel like i was making a, a a movement and they were telling people and other boats were reaching out to me asking me on um, through instagram like hey um i'm i want to be vegan i want to be plant-based you know like how how can i do it on my boat and i and i would tell them you know talk to your chef and you know if you're um you know you have the right to um have uh your dietary um, needs um and uh and just it, it was just amazing how i was like man you know what um Having this effect on the military, this can be a huge thing. Like um, bringing this into the yeah. military, and then and then I went to, I got trans not transferred. I, I I volunteered to go to another Coast Guard boat, which is the which is the most famous boat in the whole military. It's called the Eagle. It's stationed in New London, Connecticut. Um, it's this old wooden World War II sailboat um, from the Germans that we have, and that boat that boat carries all the the high-end officers all the all the admirals and the the big time um and um officers in the in the coast guard and the military so on that boat when i went there i basically did the same thing i i i entered and i i uh i i i I offered it to them they 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 said that was yeah that was fine um the captain and the the captain and the assistant on the on the boat um they were both um Gluten free, so I ended up making them a lot of vegan, gluten free um, options, and they they loved it. And um, then I offered it to the rest of the crew because there was like two hundred and fifty people on that boat, and I offered it to the whole boat. And so every day, what I basically did was I just made a big, por- a huge portion batch of you know whatever meal I wanted to throw together, you know rice, beans, veggies, whatever whatever it came to mind that day, and I would just put it out there for every meal so when people were vegetarians or vegan were coming through they always had an option they didn't have to go to the salad bar or grab just an apple or something they always had like a meal option and that that was a huge uh staple um doing that on that boat and again i also got another award on that boat as well um so um, it's sad because I'm getting out right now, um, but at the same time, I feel like I did what I was supposed to do while I was in.
1: So I am listening to this story and I have, I'm like, I'm actually really emotional on so many different levels because I have been doing this work for a really long time. And I have had people who downright think I'm crazy, who downright think that um you know, I'm off the deep end, literally where I'm, you know, it's like I'm promoting something almost wicked to promote the fact that we can just eat vegetables, a lot of vegetables and right. fruits and, you know, whole grains and things like that and legumes, and that we can live on off of it. And I just love your story so much because of the fact that, you know, you, you started doing it, you didn't even want to tell people you were doing it, you started mm-hmm. doing it, but you became the change that the world needs to see. You just did that. You just became the change that the world needs to see. And I love the story about your family members just coming to you and wanting information because you know, when I learned about this, I got so excited. So I wanted to tell everybody and, you know, I couldn't help it. And people would ask me lots of questions and, you know, I would share the information, but it really was, you know, my family members even kind of thought I was like, what is this woman doing? And then I opened up restaurants and people would come to the restaurants. And that was great because the people who wanted it would come. So that was, you know, that felt like a breath of fresh air for me. It wasn't a struggle, but I just love your story because it really shows that this can be done without the struggle. It can be done without the fighting. It can be done without the, you know, the feeling of quackery or, you know, because you just are doing it and letting people come to you, but you don't have a medical degree. You're not a scientist, or maybe you are a scientist. Are you a scientist? I haven't asked no. that. <laughs>
0: no. Okay,
1: just want to be sure. You know, you're not a scientist and it really shows that the answer to are just out of control, chronic disease epidemic and obesity epidemic. It doesn't lie within the food scientist. It doesn't lie within the medical system. It lies within the chefs. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. And
1: I have said this and I've been always really careful about, I don't want to offend people, you know, and maybe I care too much mm-hmm. about what people think and I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But one of the articles that we're coming out with is like, is your local restaurant killing you? Is your local chef killing you? Because at the end of the day, they really are, and they don't know that they're doing it. So it's not to say that they're murderers, but this is what's happening. We have, you know, heart disease is the number one leading cause of death in the North America, like leading cause of death. So when I say like, is your local chef actually killing you? Like, you know what, it's time to actually, we have to start asking those questions boldly. And here you are going out there you know, you get trained as a chef and you just start doing, you just start doing it and people start gravitating towards you and you get half of an entire boat eating this way. Like this is huge. So me, it just almost makes me want to cry, but also it's the emotion of hope, right? Like all those feelings around hope that we can do this people. Our local chefs Mm -hmm. can do it. Our parents can do it. Like we don't have to wait for somebody else to do it for us. And I just love that about you. So thank you. Thank you for all that work that you are doing. This is huge.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So here you it's 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 funny that you mentioned that um because it's not it's okay it's it's not it's not funny to joke around about but you know to to when i was when i would be serving them their meals i would when they were um i would be like hey would you like a would you like some plant based a meal or would you would you want some cancer um for lunch today you know i would say stuff like that or i'd be like do you want heart disease for lunch today or do you want uh a, a longevity you know youth and uh health for the rest of your life you know because i told them like at everybody gets evaluated at every quarter quarterly you get evaluated and part of that quarterly is section is there's a safety section and it says you know do you do you look out for the the safety and health of your crew and i was thinking to myself just what you said i said well if i know that you know, um, bacon and, uh, sausage and chicken and steak and all these meat and dairy products have all these, um, the, the, have, a, are leading to all these diseases and all these issues and are killing people. Then how can I tell myself that I'm, I'm being, I'm safely guiding my crew to a healthy life. Yeah. I can't, I can't deep down like truly believe that section of my evaluation because if i'm if i'm serving them to them to these this to them knowingly that it's killing people in the long run then no i only want to serve them plant-based foods i don't want to serve them other food i don't want to serve them um you know the carcinogens that are killing everybody you know like like so that's 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 pretty crazy that you said that because i truly believe that the chef's you know, like, like you said, most of them don't know it. But when I was there, I was teaching them all. Like it was funny because I would be making plant-based and they would be cooking, you know, steak or whatever. And I'd be like, well, you know, steak has is, is the leading cause of this and this and this. And I would give them like this, uh, this classroom, uh, um, you know, speech every day about their meals that they're making. I'm sure they got annoyed by it, but I know a lot of it stuck with them because even the other chefs on board, um went plant-based and not 400 but they tried it out and they and they were like they had they said they had the best results they ever had in their life um so just knowing that i was able to just do that little bit where it can't that'll never leave their life you know what i mean i as long as they're gonna always remember that little tiny moment in their life where oh yeah i I was i went plant-based for one part of my life and i felt amazing so if they ever have to if they ever get to the point where they're gonna go back there, they know exactly we you know that moment of where it all happened, so that's that's what it really means a lot to me,
1: yeah, and that is the power in everything that you are. Doing it's that you are planting these seeds. You're giving people an experience, right? They're going to relate to it on a physical level, on an emotional level, on a societal level. Like they're going to see, like, oh my God, we've got a bunch of crew members over here, and you know, they may not pass these physicals coming up. You know, like it's a society. You are a society, so it is a societal shift that's being created. And the fact that they can do it together because they're isolated on a boat together, I think that's the other part that we really need to pay attention to because I think we get greater change when we have community and you know being in the military and in the coast guard and being on these boats together i mean you form that community where you can't unsee what you are seeing like you can't see a ripped you know guy in his 30s coming on board cooking plant-based food you know other people start eating it and all of a sudden they lose 25 pounds and i'm sure it wasn't because you were underfeeding them like anybody who's oh, no. listening like they were eating
0: no. right? yeah well, i was seen them a lot Yep. yeah i, and mean, f- I, I honestly i feel like I feel like my my physical um, appearance definitely helped um, pull them in too because they were just like, "How can you be this shredded and and this? You're like you have the most, you have the biggest muscles on all the guys on the boat, and you're and you don't eat any meat or dairy, like and and you're and you're and you're the chef, you know, like it blew it just it was it blew their mind, and that's what truly like really got them interested in finding out the details about, um, a whole food plant based diet. Yeah.
1: That is incredible. And it's true. It is very true. Like I know when I get, you know, when I have to go and post something on Instagram and then I'll see a keto post, you know, from somebody and I'm like, Oh my God, look at that person. They were 350 pounds and now they're 150 pounds, which is incredible. But then I see their next post and they're eating a McDonald's bacon and eggers sandwich that has like some bread that's keto approved or something. And, but I look at that, like the physical image, the before and after gets me, like, I'm like, maybe I could do a plant-based keto, which I'll never do. Just tell in the world, I will never do it because I know the science behind it. I know how it right. clogs your arteries, no matter how right. much you work out. But those emotional, like the emotional charge that I get when I see the before and after pictures are huge. So for sure, right. physically as well, um, we know that that the physical appearance of you is, is incredible. So we can't discount that as well. So the one question I do have to ask is how many conversations around protein did you have on the boats at this time?
0: Oh my goodness. Every single day, every day. I would, I would tell the same people this, um, this like they would ask me the same question. Like every, every three or four days they would you know, the same people would ask me the same questions. It was like, they, they just couldn't believe it and they just kept having to ask and ask. But yeah, I, I would say at some point, every single person on the entire boat at some point has sat down with me and talked to me about their nutrition. And I even started doing um, nutrition um classes um, on the boat uh, once a week, where one week we would talk about macro counting and do you do you believe in fast fasting or keto diet versus this diet? and um, you know what the what different uh, proteins are found in the best plants? And so every week, I started doing that, and I did that for about three weeks um, before I left um for the eagle the other ship and then when i came back i did it a couple more weeks um until they, they left but now i'm getting out so um i don't know they might hopefully they, they'll continue it if they do that's great um but at least i know that i, I put a little footprint in there with that um because they didn't have any kind of nutrition program to teach these guys because the coast guard isn't as strict as other branches and it's hard it's hard being a marine this disciplined um mentality and when leadership and then coming to the coast guard where it's very relaxed and it's not it's not like it's not military like marines or military or armies military you know it's, it's it's more of like a relaxing uh branch of the of the military right. um and they're very they're very relaxed on their on their their leadership and their discipline and their 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 health and their nutrition so i, I really wanted to really try to show that as much as i could while i was there
1: um it's incredible and as you were speaking i had to quickly like do a little check here because i remember just seeing a post recently and i mean of course i plugged it in to see if i could try and find it but it's like green zone the u.s soldiers fighting for vegan food we have how to survive a vegan as a vegan when you're in the military um, on live kindly which is massive massive you know vegan site we have vegan calls out um korean military for lack of plant-based, like, and that's on plant-based news. Like, there's, you know, U.S. troops are are staying army strong with vegan meals, and that's on PETA. Like, it's just really, I, I know documentaries play a huge, massive role in in educating people. Just like, you know, you were inspired by the vegan documentaries and plant-based documentaries that you saw, but like, it is happening in 2020 it is happening and it's happening because we also have people like you on the ground who are in there making those changes so what i want to know is now that you're out like what is the military going to do and do they have enough people mm-hmm. internally that they can do this or you know have you ignited that fire that spark enough that you can see those changes coming like what's going to happen now
0: what's your role um, in all of this i i i feel like i'm going to try to um I actually sat down with my wife and I told her one of the one one of the main things I want to do when I get out is I want to write a um, whole food plant based cookbook. Um, and but I also want to make it military friendly, so if guys are on a boat or if they're in a
1: Amazing. Um,
0: deployment where they have um, a minimal, um, you know. Thing minimal ways to get things and get food that it's simple where they can follow it and they won't have to feel like they're starving or they're not getting what they need. Um, and I would like to try to you know kind of pitch it to the military, um, and, and give it or send it in their direction, um, or or some kind of like um plant based um MRE idea or something, you know what I mean? Like they need that. Um, what's an MRE? A meal ready to eat. Oh, okay, MRE. Okay. They're like they're like in these little brown bags and they have um, like uh, it's 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 food that's just been it's, it's really high pro- processed food that's just been vacuum sealed and you open it up and you heat it up in there. And like it's a lot of the infantry guys we carried around with us when we when we uh, were out doing patrols and we have to stop and eat. Um, we'll carry them in our backpack and pull it out if we have to eat, um, but it'd be great if there was a plant based version of that, which i don't think there is yet.
1: You know what there actually is, and i'm going to connect you to the company because it's a friend of mine who I met in a business program it was a plant based business um, investment program that we participated in, so I met him there, and he's actually created uh, UBC is the University of British Columbia here in Canada, and they developed this dehydration machine that use like it uses atmospheric pressure to dehydrate the food so you actually can dehydrate in like a tenth of the time but wow. it actually maintains what it does to the cells of the food is it keeps them intact so you actually maintain something like 98% of the nutrition which is mm. incredible and so and the nice thing about it is that you just add hot water And then all of a sudden, voila, like there's your meal. But he has the most incredible meals. Like he's got Thai meals and Indian meals, and it's all very low sodium, low um, refined oil, if any, actually. And I kept saying to him, You need to take this to the military because they would literally devour this food. And because it can be dehydrated in a tenth of the time, it's even better, actually. And it doesn't have to be highly processed. You don't need to remove, you know, the ingredients that are going to go rancid. And, you know, so it's actually shelf stable as well, which is incredible. So I'm gonna get you in touch with this company. And for the life of me, I'm like, oh, it's called Nomad Nomad Nutrition. For anybody who's Nomad
0: the same. Nutrition. And did yeah. and then he did he take this and pitch it to the military or is he just playing around with the idea?
1: Well he's in tons of retailers like Mountain Equipment Co-op, which is our big outdoor um, okay. out, outdoor equipment store. They have his food. He's selling it in tons of different places where I mean similar to military like where you need these what do you call it? mres you need these yeah, MREs, meal yeah. ready to eat. Is, yeah. yeah meal ready to eat <laughs> packages yeah. and um so yeah so i'll i'll definitely i'm going to connect you guys cuz i think that you can form an amazing relationship and somehow take this to market in the military um, Yeah, and which would be phenomenal um the question i have to ask you as well is um it's about whole food eating versus refined processed food. Cause we, you've touched on that, that the military is really highly refined food. So what is your diet? Is it whole? And I know the answer to this, but I got to ask you it so that our listeners know the difference. What are you eating?
0: Okay. Um, I eat whole foods as often as I possibly can. Um, I would say 90%, 95% of the time I eat whole foods, you know, once in a while I'll go out for a vegan meal that that's, you know, more, you know, processed, you know, like a, like a beyond burger or something or um, whatever, you know, but I almost always eat whole foods like all the time. So, but occasional, like I said, occasionally I'm like, oh, I just want to, t- I have to try that vegan burger. I have to try that vegan donut or something, you know um, I like, cause I like being a chef. I like to, cause I, you know, I'm going to be training people and coaching people that, that aren't going to be, as strict as me with Whole Foods, that they're going to want to be maybe 50-50. And so I want to be able to at least um, get a taste of little things here and there so I can at least make suggestions. I want a um, well-balanced look on everything vegan. Um, But yeah, for 100%, I am a whole food plant-based person. Um, That's where where you're going to get your best results. That's where I always get my leanest. Um, Like for instance, I actually went off like my, my regimen of being whole food plant-based, um, for a couple of weeks, I just was, I well, I mean, I was still eating it. Um, I would say maybe 50% of the time and the other 50% of the time I was eating like, uh, vegan pizza and vegan burgers and tacos and uh, burritos and, and all vegan. But my weight, my whole body changed. I I put on a more, a lot of body yeah. fat and I was like, wow. So and that was the first time I think I really experienced uh, like a processed vegan diet because I was so used to being mm. raw and whole foods like 98% of the time. And I just decided to do it because I was like, yeah, I'm like, my body looks amazing. Like I can get away with doing this. And then I realized, wow, like it, yeah. like I was putting on body fat a lot. So I, um, I obviously I switched back and then i say, I would say after I switched back, like maybe in about a week and a half, two weeks, I was right back to where, um, my body was at, at the, 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 leanness it was at. Um, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely the best results from being either raw if you can or whole food plant-based, um, is, is the best experience I have.
1: Um, Yeah. And I noticed it as well. Like I've been, I've just gone through, we live in Whistler, so we just had minus 20 degrees and it's a ski resort town. And our restaurant, uh, for anybody who's listening, who doesn't know, we have a chain of restaurants called the Green Mustache. So we're hundred percent plant-based, whole food, unrefined, organic. Like that's really, those are all the things. So we're technically vegan and gluten-free as well because of all of that. But we don't have, and when, it's funny because when you said, you know, to the guys on the ship, when you're like, hey, do you want to get the cancer causing meal, you know, and or do you want to get the plant-based whole food meal? And I just thought that was funny because we have a drawer in our cupboard at home because I have three children and they love baking. Like my daughter's like, mom, I'm going to be a baker. And I'm like, please don't and if you are like make sure you're using whole foods and grinding your own flowers right but so right. we have and my mom loves to bake so every time my mom comes over she brings cornstarch and a bag of flour and you know and it's not the healthy like kind it's processed so right. You know, so on the mason jars of all the different, you know, big jars of flour that we have, because we have the, you know, really healthy flowers, as healthy as can be, but they're still processed, but those are the ones I prefer they use. And then I have the white flour jar. And so one day I just went on there and I put the, you know, the white death, you know, flour. <laughs> and another one I put something like, you know, um, uh, crack. Oh, yeah, this is crack. use it wisely you know and the girls saw it and they laughed so hard because my girls know that but like i'm not joking like i'm seriously like this is white death people that you are using it's white flour is not different than white sugar which is not different than refined processed junk food that's out there um so so where was i going with this whole point here is what i wanted to say was um for people who are listening and you don't know the difference between whole food and refined processed food like it doesn't mean that just because you go to whole foods and spend your whole paycheck there on boxed and bagged and packaged <laughs> yeah. food like that is not what we're talking about when we say whole food when we say whole food it's not your whole wheat flour it is not your you know whole what it, it's it's literally where you actually go and you buy the oats that are the full oats And it's not a processed cereal box, but it's like oats that you have to cook in water and you have to wait 10, 15 minutes. And it's, you know, using rice instead of a rice flour. And it is using eating a whole apple instead of just apple chips, you know, that have been processed and maybe have to be seasoned and and preserved in chemicals. So it's really important that people understand that. So, you know, what Ronnie is doing and what we're talking about at our restaurants.
0: Right, right. Cooking beans and quinoa and yeah, all potatoes. Yeah, all that.
1: Yeah. The broccoli, like not broccoli, chips or kale chips, people. Like we're talking about you eat and you have to use your jaw on this one. Like you're going to have to get it moving because you have to chew up the food. It doesn't just melt in your mouth and, you know, get absorbed. And it's important.
0: I love broccoli raw. I love it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love broccoli raw. And that's the thing, like for anybody who's listening, who's like, oh, I can't do a raw diet. And a lot of people in our community, because it is cold, they're like, oh, I I get so cold when I'm on it. And it's like, usually it's because they're probably not doing it right and well. Um, But it's also because cooked food is actually very accessible to people who have digestive issues. Like if your digestion is weak, it's really hard to break through those cell walls in raw food and access all those nutrients. So cooking the food is really great. Like you use heat to be able to access nutrients. And so for anybody who's listening, like definitely experiment with raw whole plant-based food and experiment with cooked whole plant-based food. The important right. part is that, you know, you can eat it raw and cooked. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And someone, yeah. we have a friend staying with us in Whistler, and I'll just tell you this quick story before I ask you a couple more questions here. Um, he was so funny. Cause he was like, the beets aren't cooked all the way, man, I didn't time the meal. Right. Cause I didn't cook the beets far in advance. And I'm like, Yeah, but we eat raw beets. So if you cook them halfway, we can still eat the beets halfway cooked, right? Like anything from raw to like literally boiled mush, we will do it. It's okay. Um, Yes. So just for people to understand that, because I think they tend to be hard on themselves with, you know, it's not 100% this or 100% the other, but as long as, you know, you really are sticking to the plant-based whole food, then you can experiment and have fun within that realm. Would you agree?
0: I totally, I totally agree, and even my wife, she's very, very strict. Like in the in the house, um, she, she's even uh, more strict than I am. Um, she's a hundred percent. I would say like I'm ninety five percent, but she's like no oil, no sugar, and anything. Um, mostly raw. Um, um, yeah, she's she's very, very extreme. Um, uh, whole food, plant based. Uh, no question. Wow. Um, and uh, we actually met through uh, a friend of ours. Uh, actually, I, I was who I mentioned earlier, Dr. Angie Shadegi. Um, th- um, so we were all in a plant based uh outing, and we, we, me and Angie got together on social media and made this plant based outing to go on a hike with anybody who's in the area, the LA area. We oh, wanted to the we hiked up to the Hollywood sign, and I met her there through Angie. And that's how we actually met. Um, but uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's 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 another story. But but yeah, it's 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 awesome having to be. It's so important. I feel like to be in a relationship with somebody who totally understands and and gets what you're doing and why you're doing it, and that they're living that same lifestyle. Because yeah. if, if it was the opposite, it would be. I think it would be very very difficult.
1: And it's a slippery slope. Like I treat food the same way I treat alcohol, right? That, and because with our company, we're working with people who are given months to live. They have a chronic condition. They're scheduled for surgery. They've been on meds or they're about to be put on meds. And it, it's almost like the people who had come to me, like, was, are, are you, um, at the time when you were fainting? right? And you would come to me and say, I've worked with all these doctors. I've run the blood results. They tell me there's nothing wrong with me. They can't find anything. And then they say things like, it's all in my head, you know? And I'm like, you cannot believe it's all in your head. Like if you're having a physical symptom of any kind and your doctor can't find the answer like that, those are the people who come to me. So Mm -hmm. we're super strict. Like it's, we're wildly strict, but I yeah. try not to use the word strict ever. It's just that, you know what, we're about right. getting results. We're about reversing right. the disease. And also it's that for my clients who come to me too, like they haven't entered into this on their own accord. Like, you know, you figured it out on your own. You adopted it. You voluntarily leaped into it with both feet where these people are doing it because they they think it's their only way out. And then they've come to love it. You know, it takes time to get the education in as well as, getting the results. And so then they heal. And then of course they're a believer. Like they're like, Oh, I get it now. But for my clients, um, the way, the reason I say we treat it like alcohol is because of the fact that their family members are not doing this. So they go home and you know, their family is like, come on, just eat this. Just have the bag of chips. Just have the steak. You need a little bit of meat. And the minute they get a little bit of a taste for it again, they're like, oh my God, like it's a slippery slope downhill. Like, and they start to convince themselves like, oh, maybe I need the extra protein and I should have the meat. And so it is much easier being in a family where the whole family is doing it. And that's what we teach our clients. Like, hey, if you're doing this because you need to reverse a disease, uh, actually your whole family is going to do it. Like I don't mess around with that because no slippery slopes, there's no cheat day Sundays. There's no, you know, no alcoholic would do that. They would never have a glass of whiskey on a Sunday because they did well from, you know, Monday to Mm. Saturday. So right. right, right.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. So people have to understand Like, you have to know yourself. If you, if you have an ounce of willpower and you think you can use it, like, don't just rely on that because willpower is hard, you know? So set your family up to be on the same page as well. But going back to how you met your wife, I just have to, I just want to talk about that a little bit because we have all these people on dating sites who are like swiping. I don't know how it works because I've been married for 18 years, but they're swiping left. Yeah. Thank you. They, they're swiping left. It hasn't been easy people. Fuck. It's the hardest thing in the world being married. Yeah. And I have an amazing yeah. husband, but it is, you know, it's, it's, um, but it's something you just got to do the work people. You just, you stay in it. You do the work, you try and figure it out. You know, you slip up sometimes. And, um, but it's being in a relationship is it, it's awesome and it's hard. But for my friends who are single, who are swiping left and swiping right, and I'm watching them do this, I keep saying to them, join a group, like join a meetup group of something that you absolutely love doing, because I'm pretty sure there's going to be somebody in there who sparks your interest. And here you are yeah. living proof that that works, right?
0: Yeah. So like, like I said, we, um, we, so, and myself, Angie, and two other vegan athletes um, in the LA area, we, we decided, we said, Hey, we're going to put together this Instagram um, invite to anybody in the LA area that wants to come on this hike that we're going to do and while we're there we could all network and we can talk and get an exchange stories and 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 grow and and we want to we want to build this huge community um, plant based and vegan as, as much as we can that's that's the mission right that's that's our goal you know um, and uh, so so we get there and um, um, and in the process you know, Angie and I have been friends for a while on social media and, um, who, who, by the way, I, you definitely have to have her on your show. No, oh, doubt. I'm going um, to,
1: I put her name down. She sounds amazing. A plant-based doctor. Like, yeah, you know, that's yeah. phenomenal.
0: Um, and, uh, um, so yeah, we get, we meet up here and Angie was like, yeah, I have this friend that I feel I think is going to be perfect for you. And I was like, really? And, uh, she said, Oh no, actually she, I'm sorry. She told my wife that and they didn't tell me anything, so I just show up, and I'm kind of like just doing my thing, and you know, my, but my mission—I w- I wasn't even—I I just got out of a bad relationship at the time, like maybe a, a, maybe two years before I met her. Met her that day, um, I got out of a relationship, so I was still like just focusing on me and and worrying about my health and and focusing on my on my passion and what I'm supposed to be doing and spreading the the plant-based lifestyle and so that the last thing on my mind was meeting somebody at this point, so anyway but but going there meeting everybody you know that was that was fun and and throughout that time, you know we were there, we started talking, and then we started to um um arranging more hangouts. It was from that point we we're like, oh let's go to this this vegan oh there's a there's a vegan influencer party downtown l a let's all go so we went to that, and there was like, oh, we're having a a bunch of our plant-based friends are getting together for this dinner. Okay, let's all go to that. And and we just started making all these plans. And um, and then eventually, I was just like, I started to feel, um, you know, have feelings for for her. And I was like, okay, I need to – I was like, I'm not going to be in L.A. for that much longer because I got to get back to the boat. But I need to let her know that I feel this way before I go. And and whether, whatever she answers she gives me, as long as I get it out that, you know, like, hey – and I basically told her straight up. I was like, "I'm. I just have to tell you that I know that I'm gonna. I'm gonna marry you one day, or I'm gonna be with you the rest of my life." So I know this sounds crazy, but there it is. And amazing. she she totally was like blown away. But she was like, "Wow!" I was honestly thinking about you, but I figure, but in my mind, I was thinking that you were leaving, and I did not expect you to to come and say this. But uh, but yeah, long story short, it worked out, and um, um, it was amazing because. You know, like everything that I do, everything I believe in, um, my whole lifestyle is is her lifestyle. You know, we're we're organic as possible, we're whole foods as possible. Um, we don't, neither one of us drink. We stopped drinking um, years ago, um, and it's it's so important. And yeah, like you said earlier, like it's it's a it's it's a lot of work. Um, and you're gonna have your moments, you know, where your debates and you know your down down times but that's all part of it and that's what helps it grow and become stronger and having that person in a, in a clear mind state, you know, because of being healthy and on nutri- good nutrition, I think that's so important as well in a relationship because, you know, be coming from a toxic relationship that the person was on a very bad diet, which I feel was a hundred percent affecting her mental state and decisions. Um, you know, caused, you know, it uh, horrible issues and horrible things to happen. Um, so, so I'm so blessed and I'm so thankful that, you know, God led us to each other and the path that happened. And I wouldn't take, I wouldn't want to change anything that I ever done. I feel like I've, I lived like 10 lifetimes already of everything I've done. And I'm only like 30, 34 this April. Um, but um, I'm so blessed. And I, I wouldn't change a thing. You know, I am I love what I'm doing now. And I love what I'm going to start to de- do even more and push into the future.
1: Yeah, thanks for sharing that story with me, because it brings up also a really important point, two important points that you um, raised there. Number one, it's about food and mental health and our state of mind. And the other one, just before that was that, I love how you said you were you were on a mission, right? You signed, you joined that group because you were on a mission. Like You weren't making the whole point of like, I'm going to go out there and meet somebody because I, I don't want to be alone. You were like, actually, I'm alone and I'm working on myself, but I'm on a mission to help people. And, And when we are on a mission and when we are being of service to the world, number one, I just think, people are so attractive, like they're sexy and hot as hell when they are on a mission, right? Like, you know, our whole entire team, you know, we were going through your Instagram and, you know, the part of the reason why we're all like, this guy is hot and sexy is because not just because you're ripped, like there's a million ripped guys and I don't look at bodybuilding sites and that doesn't turn me on. Like, you know, I'm not checking out guys and doing all of that. Um, but when I, see a, uh, when I see a man out there or a woman out there that is on a mission to make the world better, like man or woman, you are hot in my mind. And so you become attractive to other people. Other people feel the energy that's coming off of you and then they're attracted to that. So people out there are single and you don't want to be single anymore get on a mission and start serving other people and the world will flock to you wanting your phone number and messaging, right. yeah. and, you know, then I really believe the swiping left or right kind of stops, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jump yeah. into a relationship. So that was the first point I just wanted to make. The second part is on the mental health. So I have met several people who have been, um, There was the very first guy I ever met when I did my training on plant-based eating and the Gerson therapy, which is what I teach my clients, which is all plant-based whole food nutrition. Um, It was a guy in the military and he said that when he, and he had to do this because his health was, he had a chronic disease. So he reversed his chronic disease with food, but the part conversation that really lit me up was when he said, um, when he became plant-based, he was like, he'd be on the ships and he's from LA actually. And he said when he was on the boats, he would watch like the amount of food just being dumped into the ocean and the amount of waste. And he said, because he went plant-based, he all of a sudden has this connection, not just to his own health, but he had this connection to the environment and to other people. And his rage that he had for so many years, just being like, I'm a guy and I'm buff and strong and I have rage. And he just thought that was part of him. He thought it was his personality. All of that melted away. And did you like? How was it in your mental state? Did that change at yes, all for you?
0: Yes, yes, um, I I totally agree. I being a chef um, and seeing how what they do with the leftover food and how they they grind it up and shoot it into the ocean, all that all that process, and then they 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 throw um, anything that's anything that's um, biodegradable, they'll throw cardboard overboard in the ocean they'll throw they'll throw all kinds of stuff over into the ocean and i'm just like you what how is this and what <laughs> when i first got there i saw it I, I was like how is this illegal how is this able to happen you know and then and then they're like oh well in us waters you're allowed to do this and in foreign waters you're allowed to do that and i was like i don't think we should be doing any of this stuff in any waters you know it's not right you know there's oil even though at one point there was a, a, a crazy oil leak and it was leaking into the into the uh the uh the pier. And I, I was like, I just saw dolphins swimming like right where that oil is leaking at like a couple days ago, and now there's oil in the water. Like, what are you guys gonna do about that? They said, Oh, well, the Navy has like a uh oil team that comes. And I'm like, you know, like that's that was like three days ago, you know. I haven't seen any Navy oil team uh coming, you know and it's like stuff like that that's that's happening and i don't i don't like that you know that just it 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 totally boils me inside i try to stay as happy and positive people know me to be smiling and happy and laughing and joking but when i when i talk about um how passionate i am i i get like this like super like you know seriousness to me um um, because I just like I guess, like we were just talking about earlier i being a marine i i'm I'm all about the mission I want to complete the mission if I start a mission I have to complete it I have to yeah. I have to do what I believe and what's in my heart and what I feel is a hundred percent right and what's actually true truly changing the the animal the the world, the planet, the people's health everything and 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 as I became vegan, you know the environment and the animals you know grew um, uh, is something that I learned about um, becoming a vegan. At first, it was my health, and then you know the environmental aspects, and then the, the animals around the world. Of course, you know, like mm-hmm. I thought, I, all of it clicked. I was never a hunter. My uncles used to try to get me, be, to get me to become a hunter, like for years, and I never did. I would always say no. Um, and now, when it's all linked up together at this point, I'm like, I'm so thankful I never did it. Um, and I truly, cause I always loved animals, you know, and I just mm-hmm. knew that I knew, think I knew deep down, we all know deep down that it's not right to harm animals or to torture animals or to disrespect them in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all, it's all one big link. I feel like at this point in my life.
1: Yeah, that I really believe that the plant-based whole food lifestyle is truly the answer to our environmental and social problems and mental health mm-hmm. problems as well, because, Um, we have, you know, uh, my student that I talked to you about previously, just before I think we started recording, we have a couple podcasts with him, um, that if people are listening, go back and listen to it because it talks about his mental health struggles and being suicidal and postpartum depression. And I mean, he was shot at by his own air force. The British air force is shot at him thinking he was the enemy when in fact he was one of the soldiers and and like all this crazy stuff that happened. And when he, um, went plant-based whole food. Same thing happened. He was like, if he had gone plant-based whole food before joining the British Air Forces, he doesn't think he could have done it because he looks at people that they're all connected. So when he looks at the enemy, he's like, he doesn't see that anymore. He's like, no, we're just all people who are on a mission for what we believe. And so, and he doesn't think that he would have arrived at that without first um, using the food as a medicine to get that clear mental state which allowed him to think clearly to connect with others and that part is something that also moves me because we have i mean the u s is out of control when it comes to medications and the connection to the mental health issues that it causes and, and you know been attached to the guns and then the shootings and i mean it 's this needs to change. Right. And I truly believe right. that food is like one of the answers to that.
0: A hundred percent. Yep. I totally agree. A hundred percent with all of that.
1: And has mm-hmm. your ex, I got to ask you, has your ex been influenced by anything that you're doing? I'm just so curious about her. Like if she switched her diet as a result of seeing what's happened with you, or do you know, or do you want, you don't have to talk about it either.
0: No, no, we, we, uh, we don't communicate at all. Um, uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know what, um, I think I think at the, at one point she was the last I remember she was making an attempt to to do it um, and she started it, but I don't know from this point. That was you know um, probably like three and a half years ago the, um, from the last time. So I, I don't I don't know. I hope she did. I hope I hope she is. You know I hope it's it's she's getting in and it's making her better. I only wish the best. I don't I don't hold grudges. I don't have any. You know, bad wishes upon everybody. I want everybody to live happily and as long as possible and healthy as long as possible. so um,
1: that's that's a good wish for people. That's a huge, amazing, beautiful wish that we have is that people live long and people live healthy and people live happy. so Ronnie, as we've been. I mean, I have so many questions. Every time we get into these podcasts, I'm just like, these can go on for hours. But we could also do a follow up podcast later because, and I have a feeling we will be because this is truly like you are just getting started. I believe like you are a force to be reckoned with out there. So tell us about what you have going on now. You're about to launch um, your new website.
0: Yes, I am. It's actually should be live here within the next 24 hours, roughly, maybe even sooner, hopefully, but um it's called it is called www.r like capital r time and then number two train.com our time to train.com um the r stands for ronnie um but uh but yeah i just i'm I'm beginning out of the military here shortly probably in the next couple weeks um and i'll be going back out to los angeles with my wife um and Um, so, you know, being a personal trainer and, uh, being a a certified chef and also, um, I'm in the middle of, uh, doing the, um, Cornell has a plant-based nutrition, um, certificate. I don't know if you knew about that. Oh, do you have one? (laughs) Sweet. Yes. I'm, I'm actually, I, I just started, I just started doing that, um, so so yeah so um i'm going to be using all that and my and my um experience with bodybuilding and you know uh uh, cooking plant-based meals i'm going to try to basically make a business online which helps everybody from all angles um, with being plant-based um you know whether to military training the personal training online training um being a private chef, um, private classes, you know, I'm going to try to make a, write a book, a plant-based book, you know, we're going to try to do a lot of things as much as we can. And, uh, um, you know, that's, that's the main goal though right now. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of work, but I think it's going to be worth it. And I feel like, I feel like it's going to be very successful. I can, I can just sense it. I feel like this is the path that I feel like God is is directed me to go and um I'm totally ready for it. And when it's scary, it's that's the that's when it's right, you know? Um, so I, I feel like I'm I'm a hundred percent in and um uh, I just can't wait. I can't wait to just get off this base and just go full swing.
1: Yeah. And you're going to be so successful. There's no doubt about that. The minute I felt the energy and well, somebody did a post on you, I think is how I found you. I have to go back and look at that. But probably, I mean, I just, I'm
0: probably uh, a million dollar vegan. Um, maybe, Um, their video their video of uh, yes um, yeah I bet you it was that yeah
1: yeah that's exactly where it was so we'll repost that to you and put that in the link because it's just a great little video that introduced me to you and inspired me so much to reach out and want to be like I got to get to know this guy and figure out what his story and for me for the podcast too I love to the reason I like to go backwards first and start from like tell me like when you were a meat eater and tell me about the time when you were not healthy. Cause I loved for people to know that it is a journey, like where none of us did this overnight. Like it's taken me years of research to super, like to be really comfortable, like getting rid of refined processed oil in our house was the last move that we just made. Cause we were doing everything else. So we got rid of the salt 12 years ago, the sodium um, you know, in favor of all the potassium and magnesium rich foods. So we got rid of the salt shakers. We haven't had those in our house. And then, We going oil free though was that like I was like, where's the science? I needed to see the science, Um, Mm -hmm. and it was there all along. I actually chose to probably not look at a lot of the research that was out there. Um, but that, you know, so it's a journey. It doesn't happen overnight, but there's no doubt in my mind for you that you are going to be a success. And it's because you you. are sharing your story. That's the biggest part. You take pictures of yourself, you know, you post them, which is huge. And you inspire people. I think you always have that beautiful smile on your face as well, which is always good that when we're teaching this stuff, that we're smiling when we do it, because it's not about judging people. It's not about, you know, you got to meet people where they are as well. So that's the other thing that you do well. So everybody who's listening, definitely jump on your, what is your Instagram site? It is, I have it up here somewhere. Hold
0: on. It's uh, at Ronnie, R-O-N-N-I-E, and then it's underscore pen, P-E-N-N
1: exactly so you know follow him on on instagram and support him when his book comes out and you'll let us know when your book comes out because we'd love to definitely uh share that with our followers as well um we'll have to have you back on the podcast before just before you launch your book so we can talk about the book and everything that it contains um we also have a publisher for you so let me know when you're ready to do that yeah and we'll connect you to our publisher because they are phenomenal mango publishing they put out our book and it was I think it still is like a number one bestseller on Amazon and not because it's a you know brilliant book but it's an easy to read and easy to digest no pun intended book that's out there which I think is really important but they were so and they were also really great in in promoting it so we'll connect you there and get a cookbook out because that is super important um people need those cookbooks as well so Ronnie we're going to wrap up here and I want to thank you so much for being on this show is there any other information you want to share with anybody before we get sign up
0: um, um no i just i just want to say that um you know whether people like it or not it's gonna happen that's that's kind of what i told i told the people on my boat that were kind of looking you know uh, down about being plant-based or they would give me where it looks i would be like listen whether you guys like it or not i guarantee you in 15 10 to 15 years from now a majority of the planet is going to be plant-based and it's, it, it's going to happen. Um, so, you know, I just, I just want to say that I just feel like everybody should, you know, I I live by the, you can't knock it until you try it. And, um, that's basically what I did because I was that person. I was, I'm, I'm relatable. You know, I was that overweight aching joints, you know, um, Carrying around all this muscle because I felt like I had to be big and macho, but on honestly, it's a lot. It was a lot of pressure on my heart and my joints, and and you know, when I finally said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it instead of talking about it, bad about it, and and get my own opinion. And that's when I did it, and I realized, wow, like the only regret I have in life is not knowing this since birth. That's exactly. it so but thank you so much i like you're amazing you're such a you're such an amazing person to talk to you have a beautiful smile um i look forward to definitely doing future uh interviews with you and um i only wish you the best and i'm gonna definitely keep in touch with you and i'm gonna check out um your your book and um i'll definitely let angie know about you as well and my wife as well so
1: yes exactly and we'll put your wife's um podcast in the show notes as well because she's got her own show on Amazon Prime and YouTube and now a podcast as well. What's it called again?
0: Uh it's called Love Gianna Love, comma Gianna.
1: Okay, amazing. So we'll share that as well and everybody can jump in and hear all the beautiful things that she has to say about living and health as well. So we'll be promoting that. So thanks Ronnie, we are going to send you out the show notes. Um soon so that you have everything and send you the link so you can share it amongst your people as well. Okay. Um, and I'm going to make one announcement here, which I don't even know if my team knows about this, but the reason I'm saying it is because you're based in California. Well, you will be based shortly in California, right?
0: Yes. A couple of weeks. Yeah.
1: Okay. So two things I'm going to do. Number one is I'm going to write to Rich Roll. Do you, have you followed Rich Roll?
0: My wife interviewed him. I met him. I'm friends with him. Yes, he's a good dude. He's a really, really amazing, amazing soul. Amazing yeah, he,
1: man. Yes. I use his podcast, uh, the Rich Roll podcast for anybody who, that mm-hmm. they always are tongue-tied over his name, but it's just literally Rich, like R-I-C-H, Roll, <laughs> R-O-L-L is his yeah. birth name. Um, but I'm so glad that uh, I'm actually putting this out there to you because we love Rich Roll. We use his podcast in our nutrition and detox certification program. Um, awesome. Yes. And so his podcasts are great teaching tools. So our mm-hmm. students fall in love with him and then they get the additional access to all the doctors and the scientists that he interviews and all the additional people who are just doing unbelievable things, going plant-based and you know, literally knocking it out of the park in all areas of their lives. So um, we want to get on the Ritual podcast, but just to let you know because we're like, we got a message to share. We're going to help 22 million people reverse their chronic disease by 2030 is our mission. And so we've written to him a few times, but you know, it's hard to get through. Like he's a super popular guy. So the other thing is that I am, I mean, I run five businesses. I sit behind my computer here and I can literally lock down in my chair for like good 10 hours straight. If I didn't have kids, I would do it for 10 hours straight, but because I don't, I usually have to run and pick them up from school. But um, I was like, well, how can I get super healthy? I just started, I hired a personal trainer and which is awesome. She's not plant-based, um, but now she's all curious about it. And so I hired a personal trainer because I realized I, I pay to play. If I pay for someone's time, I'm going to show up. So I'm showing up at the gym three days a week. And I think like, I might have, I don't know. Do I have yeah, 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 not yeah, yet? Yeah. It. It's, com- it. it's coming, it's <laughs> coming, it's coming. And I used to be a tennis player. I played in Mississippi um, on oh, a scholarship. Cool. And so I was fit back then, but since yeah, I started nah. these businesses, which I should be healthy and fit, I have let the exercise go to the wayside. So here's my second announcement: is I am gonna get on my bike and get on my running shoes and I'm gonna run. And I'm going to bike to California to Rich Rolls doorstep. And I'm just going to show up and be like, Rich, let's do this podcast. But in between, I'm going to be stopping off in all of these different communities to talk about reversing chronic disease using whole foods, plant-based awesome. whole foods as medicine. Oh so goodness. I'm going to stop yeah. in and see you, really- Ronnie.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Yes, oh, man. Your you're, 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 You can do it. You're going to do it and you're, you're, you can do it.
1: Well, I'm um, hoping to do it, but bef- yeah, hoping to get it done before um, and to do this. I've always wanted. I don't know why. I've always had this dream, like for 20 years, of riding my bike to Mexico. And it's ironic that I learned about this therapy, and they have a clinic in Tijuana because that's where medical doctors can actually prescribe nutrition. legally right because they they won't lose their license so medical doctors in the states often then practice in mexico
0: yes Yes, you're you're right yes i did hear about that yeah
1: yeah so they have a clinic down there and i'm like well i'm just gonna run to the Mm -hmm. clinic i'm gonna stop off and see you i'm gonna stop off and see rich we're gonna do a podcast together and i'm gonna get fit in the meantime and then we can you know just inspire people to learn more about this so look out for that because i signed up for triathlon which i'm gonna come back and do in Mm -hmm. June. Yeah, you should come up to Whistler and do that, Ronnie, because it is a... Oh, I would love. Yes, we will host you at our wellness center in Pemberton. You and your beautiful wife can come up and we'll make sure you get fully beautiful foods. And um, it's an off-road triathlon. So it's mountain biking, running, and swimming in Lost Lake, which is a glacier-fed lake. It's so beautiful.
0: Yeah. I know. I'm going to have to see if we can schedule that in.
1: I'm going to send you the link for it. Cause it would be so fun to have you as a plant-based athlete up here and yes. you know, doing we'll that. Yeah. I'm going to do that for sure. So and, anyway,
0: and what did you, what did you say was your, the restaurant, um, green mustache.
1: Yeah, we are the Green Mustache. So there's a Green Mustache in the U.S. So unfortunately, um, we won't be able to have that name. We are moving into New York with 10 locations. Ooh. And I know, right? Exciting. Wow,
0: congratulations.
1: Thank you. What, so that's...
0: That, that, does, that, does it have an Instagram or, or... Yeah, we have...
1: Yeah, it's... um. What are... I don't even know our Instagram. Hold on one second here. Green Mustache. Uh, yeah, just Green Mustache. So G-R... E E N mustache is a French spelling, M O U S T A C H E, cafe. Okay. Yeah. So the other green mustaches in the United States, now they are uh, plant-based as well, but they do refined smoothies and refined like those little fish crackers for kids and stuff. So they're in the plant organic plant-based world as well. They're just doing it in a different way than we are. So don't mix us up because we are not the refined processed packaged food guys.
0: Um, Okay. One one, one, one quick question. The the green mustache, it's oil-free and it's organic 100% um nothing has oil in it or no or what kind of sugar do you or do you sugar in anything we don't
1: use sugar so we use maple syrup and dates as a sweetener um it's the only thing we use which some you could say maple syrup is refined but i mean it's the healthiest of all the refined plus it's so nutrient dense but we don't have any um it when when we and oil, the only thing we do use is coconut oil in the desserts because people really like their right, plant-based right. whole food desserts. And I, we haven't been able to come up with recipes that don't require oil-free because we have to be able to keep them on the shelf, um, yeah. you know, just for I the have, day.
0: I, I have a couple of good ones. I'll, I'll have to send them over to you.
1: Oh my God, send them over because we I would <laughs> love that's the last remaining thing for the cafe is we kick out the coconut oil. But we don't like we saute, we water fry our vegetables like for our soup when we so we don't use any oil in our meals. And we the only sodium, excess sodium that comes, because we don't even have a salt shaker in our cafe at all. You don't get a salt shaker wow. with your food. Wow. And so is in the, the we do use miso in some of our soups. So, and that is a refined, I guess it's like a fermented soy based product or a rice brand we use a rice product and that's about the only thing that i can think of that's in our cafe but everything else is literally the whole grain the whole food and we and you know if we need um a bit of extra salt in our food we will juice a little bit of celery and put it in you know into the soup that's how we get the beautiful flavors to pop
0: well i'm telling you right now we're definitely hundred percent we're definitely making a trip to come there to try the restaurant to see you we're gonna it's gonna happen i don't i don't know if it's gonna happen soon or when but it's i, I promise you we're gonna come and and because we were just talking late recently how neither one of us have been to canada and we we want to go really bad so i guarantee you we'll be doing we will be coming out there and i will be letting you know very soon, very shortly
1: amazing. Well, we will host you and we will feed you. That'll be honestly my greatest honor to be able to do that. Um, And then we can play around in the kitchen too. And we can just like, yeah, you can show me all the magic and what it means to be a certified chef and to have won a reward from the military for being a vegan chef on top of that. So that's awesome.
0: Yes. I love
1: it. (laughs) I love it too. Okay, Ronnie. So we will chat soon. I'm so excited to meet you in person up here in Whistler. And also when I'm in California in probably less than six months time.
0: Yes. Let me know. All
1: right. Awesome. It's been a good one. Chat with you soon. You too. Bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed that show with Ronnie. Is he not incredible? Is he not super passionate and motivating beyond words. So follow Ronnie on his Instagram site. Get to know what he's doing, how he lifts weights and um, all the other things that weightlifters do. I'm just learning that. So learn about that so that you can be shredded on the outside, but also have incredible, amazing health on the inside at the same time. It's really important that you marry those two ideas because it truly is one. Sure, you can look great on the outside, but if your insides are coated in fat and your arteries are clogged and stiff, you're not gonna be getting the nutrients and the vitamins and minerals and enzymes that you need to be transported throughout your body and especially your brain, you're not gonna get that. And as a result, you are gonna suffer from a chronic illness that decides to present itself in you as a result of not treating the inside of your body as well as you treat the outside. So, and hope you enjoyed that show. Please do share it with others. And if you wanna learn more about the work we do at The Green Mustache, please visit one of our cafes in Canada with 10 more coming to New York soon. Also, get a copy of our book, it's called Eat Real to Heal, and learn about using food as medicine, how to detoxify your liver safely in the comfort of your own home, and how to get additional nutrients that just are not prevalent in our foods. How do you get those safely and therapeutically to help you reverse your chronic degenerative diseases? So thanks for being with us, and stay tuned for our next show.